Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to the first ever SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside by Jacob Wirtz. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Dave. How about you? Oh, wonderful. Well, we made it through the first week of our fall sports season, and pretty busy week, but it'll get much busier this week as we add all classes of football plus volleyball. So uh, all the sports, except for maybe some cross country, there's a few teams that maybe won't run yet this week, but a lot of them will. So we'll be pretty much in full swing here for the fall sports. And certainly uh, it was a hub of activity last weekend. And we'll take a little bit, a look at the, some football here to start out with a little bit. And uh, a lot of interesting games, a lot of shutouts last weekend. I don't know if uh, if any, uh, any of that uh, resonated with you, but uh, anything, John, Jump off the off the page there, Jacob. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, there were several teams that maybe were ranked that uh, maybe were a little overrated to begin the year. Um, I did did kind of see that uh, at, at with some of these games, and and yeah, there were, like you said, there were some shutouts. I think that. Um, that uh, maybe some people didn't see coming. Yeah, well, and not all of the shutouts were of the 50 to nothing variety. Uh, we had an exciting triple overtime game between uh, Winter and Tri-Valley. Talk about a defensive slugfest there. Uh, Winter pulls it out finally, seven to nothing. So uh, even though there were, uh, you know, lack of points in some of these games, it really wasn't necessarily lack of excitement or drama. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that game was... Uh, you know, of course, I when I'm at home watching games, I have about ten games on the computer, so I'm watching games from all over the state usually. And and that was just a if you like defense, that was just a great game. I mean, it was tied at zero going into overtime. Then both teams had chances in overtime to score, and just mistakes, fumbles, penalties, missed field goal. Tri Valley had that could have won it, um, and then finally, winner scored the touchdown and the two point conversion to win that. And yeah, that was just a whale of a game wow. if you like defense. Wow, interesting. Well, I was at Groton on Friday night and saw another shutout there as Aberdeen Rock Holly blanked Groton 14 to nothing. Very competitive game. Scoreless at the half. Uh, Groton has certainly had a, a golden opportunity to score in the first half. Got it down to the three. Ran a couple plays from the three. Couldn't punch it in. Uh, after the game, I caught up with uh, Ron Colley defensive lineman Landon Zickman. And uh, here's what he had to say about go- that goal line stand. We were hype after every play, every stop. As soon as they got to third down, we knew they weren't making anything in because we were so high on energy at that point. We were we were ready to go. We were ran. We were getting back in the backfield, and we knew their whole line was tired. And we we were that was energy for us, so we were ready to go. All right. Well, there was also a lot of other action uh, last weekend. We go from football to football, if you will. Uh, Aberdeen Central on the pitch there, taking on the Brookings Bobcats. Uh, boys falling three to nothing, while the girls won three to nothing. Uh, interestingly enough, the Golden Eagles scored all of their goals on corner kicks uh, in that contest. So the set piece is uh, obviously working very well for the Golden Eagles. Uh, following that contest, I had a chat with uh, Taylor Like, and here's what she had to say involved in a lot of offense today yeah thank you uh you first of all tell me about the the first goal of this game on the, on the corner there um yeah it was crazy so i'm usually not in front of the goalie and the coach <laughs> changed me before the game she told me that she wanted me to distract the goalie this game and that's what i did and just kind of popped in it was it was very exciting i was happy to be there and speaking of some soccer, uh, the Groton girls with a fantastic start to their season. The Tigers are 4-0 and on the year. 
uh, number one in seed points, uh, all home games actually to start the year, and now they'll uh, they'll be on the road. They'll be road warriors, if you will, road tigers. Uh, a lot of uh, athletic girls on that team, so uh, don't be sleeping on Groton Soccer. Also, Aberdeen Central girls with an outstanding weekend down in Sioux Falls, winning three out of five matches uh, uh, over those Sioux Falls squads, including uh, Coach Vogel, Coach John Vogel's first ever win over Sioux Falls O'Gorman this past weekend. So uh, some very good uh, action there on the courts. Uh, we'll take a, leg, take a look here at the upcoming polls uh, for this week. Uh, just coming out here yesterday, we have our second football poll and our first volleyball poll of the season. Taking a look at the uh, at the football poll, no changes at all in double A, A, and uh, or the uh, 11 double, triple A, 11 double A, and 11 A because they didn't play last weekend. So we'll go through those relatively quick, but some changes in those other classes. 11 triple A, Lincoln, your number one team, followed by Harrisburg, Brand. Valley, Jefferson, and O'Gorman. 11 AA, Pure rated number one, followed by T area, Yankton, Brookings, and Aberdeen Central. Uh, Central taking on that top rated uh, Pure Governor squad Friday night at uh, Brownell Activities Complex. Class 11A, Double Rapids, your number one rated team, followed by West Central, Sioux Falls, Christian, Canton, and Dakota Valley. Now, here's where it gets a little more interesting of these other classes because they actually had some teams that played this past week. Class 11B winner, we just talked about them with that triple overtime win. They're rated number one, followed by El Point Jefferson, defending state champ, uh, rated second. Sioux Valley is third, Bridgewater Emory fourth, and Hot Springs fifth. Duel just outside the top five uh, receiving votes. Uh, Jacob, uh, what do you think of that class? Well, you know, I think that class, as usual, has several teams that are contenders to make the make the dome. Uh, Tri-Valley, I think, you know, they, they received one vote this week. I think despite that loss to winner, I think they're going to be a tough team. They looked really good, brought a lot back. Um, Flandreau upset uh, McCook Central Montrose last week. Um, McCook, Central, McCook Central Montrose obviously lost some kids that transferred out, so maybe not quite a big upset there as many thought. But um, that class is going to be wide open. I, I think there's a lot of teams there. Um, Hot Springs beat Redfield yes, here yes, on Saturday, they and they – they took care of Redfield yeah, fairly pretty, convincingly. Pretty emphatically, yes. Mm-hmm. Class 9 AA, we've got Howard uh, off of a nice victory this past weekend. They're rated number one. Wall rated number two. Parkston three. Hamlin receiving one first place vote, rated fourth. Bonham is fifth. Uh, and Elton Lake Benton is receiving votes. You know, there's a, I think I said this before, those top four teams in 9AA are just absolutely outstanding. Uh, I, you know, it was a couple of years ago, I think all four semifinalists were undefeated, and uh, I could see that happening again. Uh, it's absolutely possible. I think this 9AA is very uh, top-heavy this year. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of years you see maybe six, seven, eight teams that could compete, but I think it's very top-heavy. Yep. Uh, Class 9A, uh, defending state champ Gregory, uh, rated number one. Warner rated number two. Neither one of those squads have played yet. Woolsey Westington with an impressive win this past week. They're rated third. Canastota fourth. Harding County Bison is rated fifth. And Castlewood is receiving votes despite a loss to DeSmit. Obviously, DeSmit, very good 9B squad. Uh, Boy, you know, you look at those top four or five teams there. Again, uh, a lot of familiar names and uh, some uh, teams that are going to win a lot of games. Oh, absolutely. Perennial powerhouses for the most part. I think they're in that top five. And and even uh, Phillip, you know, I think Phillip's going to have a good season. They received some votes as well. 
Class 9B, Hitchcock Tulare with uh, just an outstanding opening season win uh, this past weekend, uh, 50 to nothing, I believe. They're rated number one to Smith with a really nice win over Castlewoods, rated number two. They received three first place votes. Dale Rapids St. Mary is third. Faulkton with a nice win over Ipswich. They're rated fourth. Corsica Stickney is fifth. And Harriet Selby area is receiving votes. Uh, Harriet Selby with a rare shutout uh, against uh, Leola Frederick this past week. Not too often the Wolverines uh, have been kept off the scoreboard. Anything uh, jump out at you at 9B there? You know, I think it's a pretty cut and dry there. I think the top four teams, I think it could be kind of a four-team race there. Um, Korska Stickney, I thought they looked they looked decent. Uh, they did give up some points to Gabe O'Vallon. Um, Harriet Selby, yeah, they just they struggled. Mm-hmm. to move the football on Friday night, I noticed, and just really had a hard time. I think a lot of young kids there that have right. to step up. Yeah, and I think they'll get better as the year mm-hmm. goes on. Again, uh, when you lose the state's all-time leading rusher, I don't know how you can uh, not be impacted by that. So, and Leola Frederick's got a, a nice team this year. I think uh, they're going to be pretty solid. Taking a look at the uh, hot-off-the-press first volleyball poll here for the upcoming season. Class AA, we've got Harrisburg rated number one with eight first-place votes. Sioux Falls, Washington, second with four. Sioux Falls, Jefferson is third. O'Gorman is fourth. And Lincoln is fifth. Uh, Anything jump off uh, the paper on you there? You know, Harrisburg won the title last year, beat Sioux Falls, Jefferson. Jefferson had a chance to win uh, double fall titles, football and volleyball, and just came up short there in volleyball but uh, and lost to that Harrisburg squad. So Harrisburg, uh, they've they've kind of been a volleyball powerhouse last year decade or so at least and um it, you know Sioux Falls Washington's always tough um I, I think double a is is one of those classes where you just don't know who's going to be right. right there at the end yep class a well what do we say death taxes and Sioux Falls Christian unanimous number one I mean there's some things you can just count on and they're the only one uh, of the teams in any of these polls that are actually actually have uh, uh, the market cornered on the first place votes all 14 first place votes for the Chargers Dakota Valley rated second, Wagner third, Elkton Lake Benton fourth, and Elk Point Jefferson fifth. Among the teams receiving votes is Miller. Uh, you know, not a big surprise here. You know, if Dakota <laughs> Dakota Valley just uh, poor Panthers, they just can't uh, get past that Sioux Falls Christian outfit. And uh, boy, some things just don't change. And I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure it's going to change this year. Sioux Falls Christian, they lost some talented volleyball players. Always do. They, it they seems just, like they just reload and. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I think you look at the other teams. Elk Point Jefferson had some good athletes they last did. year. Yes, um, Elk Lake Benton made the championship. You know, they yeah. they played really well in the oh, tournament. Great defense. Um, you know, Wagner Wagner's had some very good yes. girls athletes yep. the last few years on the basketball court. Yep. Um, so uh, good teams, but <laughs> yeah, I know. can anybody I touch Super yeah, Christian? That's, that's just it. In Class B, def- two-time defending state champion Warner rated number one with 12 of the uh, 14 possible first-place votes. Chester area rated second with one vote. Northwestern, a uh, very young squad, but very talented uh, as always. They're rated third with one first-place vote. Burke is fourth. Coleman Egan is fifth. Among those receiving votes, Castlewood, Woolsey, Wessington, and Faulkton. So uh, kind of interesting here. I don't think there's a big surprise that the Monarchs are rated number one, but it uh, looks like they've got some kind of competition there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you look at those the, the top three for sure. Those are just powerhouses. Um, Warner obviously has a lot coming mm. back. They, I mean, And they lost four good seniors. <laughs> I mean, yes. but they still have a lot coming yeah. back. Yep. Uh, Chester's obviously, like I said, a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you look at some other some of those other teams. Woolsey-Weston is going to have to replace... 
a very good senior oh, class. Absolutely. We'll no see question. what happens there. Yep. Uh, Freeman had a young team last year. They received some votes. We'll mm-hmm. see what they do. Um, Falcons got some good girls. They do. Back. Addison Milius will lead that to contingency there. And uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And uh, we've got some some interesting matchups coming up here right off the bat because volleyball gets started uh, on Tuesday night. And uh, we'll have uh, a full slate of games there as well as on Thursday. And, you know, just looking ahead at, at some of these uh, matchups here, I, I circled a couple of them, uh, especially on Thursday. Uh, we've got uh, Northwestern at Woolsey-Wessington. And, uh, you know, this has traditionally, uh, not traditionally, within the last two to three years, I should say, been a very uh, highly contested contest. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was two years ago, Woolsey-Wessington beat Arlington, Northwestern, and Warner in the same week. And I I think they're the only B team that's ever done that to my knowledge. So uh, they they kind of ran the gauntlet there and then fell short of making the state tournament that year, lost in the Sodak 16. So uh, anyway, I think uh, that's an interesting matchup. Uh, Hamlin at Groton, two teams that uh, have had a lot of experience. I think both were in the Sodak 16 last year. A lot of uh, really good athletes. Uh, anything strike you out of those early uh, early uh, season games here? I think the big thing for Wolsey-Westington is, you know, can they replace those five or six mm. seniors that they lost? They have a few underclassmen that came back, uh, Laney Utak, uh, Kalen Doris, yep, um, yep. that's probably one I'm forgetting. Yeah. Um, but boy, those seniors were just so, uh, uh, instrumental in, in just, in just the program and not, not just volleyball, but, yes. um, foot or uh, basketball, basketball as yep, well. Yep. For sure. Um, boy, that's going to be tough right out of the gate to have to play Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, we also have our second football Friday of the season. And of course, this week we have the big schools joining the ranks and, that includes Aberdeen Central, of course. Uh, they will be home hosting Pier. Uh, meanwhile, over across town, not even across town, practically across the street, we've got Aberdeen Ron Colley playing host to Duel, uh, 7 o'clock at Dakota Bank Stadium at Northern State. Uh, those two have traditionally had some just smash mouth, head banging football affairs. Uh, a lot of years, that, that game is 7 to 6, 14 to 12. I, I can't remember uh, 30 to nothing, or not very, not very often, that's for sure. Um, so that that'll be interesting. Uh, some other big games too coming up. Uh, what do you what do you see there on the schedule? Well, I'm looking at one here. It's just going to be South Aberdeen, Hitchcock, Tulare, and Falkton. <laughs> top oh, yeah. five, nine B. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams have some very good athletes that returned this year, and uh, that that could be a, a a semifinal preview, maybe even a championship preview. Yeah. Right away here, second week of the year. Well, and you want to talk about possibly a championship preview? We've got Gregory at Woolsey Wessington. I mean, those are two very good teams, uh, both in the poll. And uh, obviously, there's some other teams like Warner that's going to have something to say about that. But Warner's uh, going to open up the season with uh, kind of an interesting test as well, uh, hosting Leola Frederick on Friday night. That'll be that'll be interesting to see if Leola Frederick can keep the keep the momentum going. Um, you know, after beating Harriet Selby and yeah, Gregory Wolsey, you go back to that game. I, I've been to a few of those matchups, just fantastic games. I mean, back in the day, back and forth offense, you know, and then there's some, some defense involved there with some of those matchups as well. So mm-hmm, that sure. could be another good one. Well, and another one that uh, I kind of circled here is Hamlin at Del Rapids St. Mary, uh, two teams that uh, rich football history there. Uh, Hamlin's off, obviously off to a great start. Del Rapids St. Mary is rated as well. They're obviously, they're different uh, classes, but but uh, certainly, I think that that could be an interesting game as well. Absolutely, and you know, last year at Hamlin, uh, they kind of took care of St. Mary's. They they, yeah. they took care of them early and and got on them early. And um, so we'll see if St. Mary's being at home if they can kind of weather the storm. But Hamlin's got a lot of weapons. They do They're a lot of athletes. They do. 
Uh, one uh, one note on uh, today's uh, upcoming schedule here for this week, the soccer between Pier and Aberdeen Central on Tuesday night uh, has been moved because of the forecasted heat index. Uh, the girls will now play at 6 and the boys at 8. Uh, they will also be in action again later in the week. Also, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this, that the uh, track championships will be taking place at Brown County Speedway this weekend. Uh, they've actually had a little bit of a, an extended break, and not by design. We had a couple of rainouts there, and then we had the Brown County Fair. So they actually haven't turned a wheel at the track in a month, if you can believe that. So uh, they'll be back in action with a Friday and Saturday night show out there, culminating with the, uh, with the track championships. Uh, also, uh, just a reminder that, uh, you know, make sure that you check out SD Sports Scene. Uh, we have schedules, we have box scores, we have photos by John Davis. We've got uh, all kinds of uh, game stories, feature stories. Uh, one that I, I think you should be on the lookout for, working on a story on Matt Gates. Uh, for those of you who are, remember Matt, he played some football for Aberdeen Central and also Northern State. He, uh, he runs a... Uh, a facility down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and uh, trains a lot of the uh, the NFL players, actually. And uh, they, uh, he, you know, he, he works with uh, people like C.D. Lamb and Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. And so some of those really familiar household names when it comes to the NFL and uh, has worked with people like Randy Moss in the past. And so, uh, yeah, just uh, just really interesting. And they uh, they basically train all of these guys to prepare them for the NFL combine. And uh, they've uh, they've been able to have like the, t- the the guys with the fastest 40 yard dash times. They all train at his facility and that. And so really kind of an interesting story there. So uh, you can catch that uh, on SDSportsCene.com. Uh, Jacob, any uh, any closing thoughts here as we wrap up uh, our first podcast and, and what we hope will be a long line of many? Yeah, this should be fun to do this podcast with you, Dave. And uh, I, I think uh, I think we're in for a heck of a, a, a season of fall sports. I, I think we got a lot of good volleyball coming up and, and football as well. And and uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun year. Of course, soccer um, and tennis. And I mean, it's, it's cross country, be cross yep. country. Yeah, cross Golf. country. Yep. I forgot about that. Cross yep. country hasn't quite started yet. But right. yeah, just a lot of a lot of previews we got. We're, we're releasing oh, online yeah. as well um, on the cross country teams and and. Uh, volleyball and things like that so check those out as well and yep uh, yeah we're going to be trying to keep things uh rolling here yep well and if you think you and i are busy try being brevin please of groton i mean last week he won a golf tournament was runner up in another golf tournament and went out on friday night and had 11 tackles for the groton football team against the aberdeen roncalli so that's a pretty full week right there so anyway uh that'll wrap things up for this week's show uh, again i uh, want to remind you that you can find this uh, podcast on apple google spotify various platforms it'll be available every week and uh, we hope that you're able to join us. That'll wrap things up for today. Have a great week, everybody. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules. 